Wherever you are, if you're a father, please make it happen here. Find in the island, find in the sea, find in the desert, find everywhere! <laughs> We out here for the quarantine, just trying to keep our you know lungs open, stay on point, stay sharp. We've been training hard for a long time, so you don't want to come sit down too much. Got out here, did three rounds of shadow boxing, just mixing in uh, some actual fight prep stuff and just some of my own stuff that I like to throw in here and there, and then uh, finished up with some sprints. I had a great camp. My coach Chris uh, and the whole team back home in Birmingham at Spartan, they put me through the paces for 13 weeks, man. We uh, we've been grinding for this, so. We're 110% ready, man. What's up? Good. How are you? Good luck. Not that you need Thank it. Thank you. Good luck to all of us. Yeah. Well, we're going to war. Yeah. We're fighting on the biggest stage. It's pretty awesome. It's awesome. All right, get it. All right, have fun, man. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you soon. There's a bunch of guys out here working out this morning. Uh, what are you going to do? You know, like, we have to make do with what we can, so. We're kind of just prepared for anything and everything, just ready to roll with the punches and get in there and fight no matter what. Hey. Oh, it's pretty cool card to be on. It's, what a time, you know? What a time to be a UFC fighter. I feel super blessed to be here. I feel really lucky. Sun is shining, <laughs> food is cooking, <laughs> ready to go eat. <laughs> I thrive in unorthodox scenarios, you know, and this is uh, kind of like wrestling. You know, I grew up as a wrestler. You'd show up to a gym somewhere across the country. You're not sure who you're going to draw first round. You're not sure when you're going to wrestle. You're not sure what's going to go on. This is kind of embracing the uncertainty, and that's what I've done my entire career. I told Dana, I told these guys as soon as I wanted to come in, I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time, so I'm going to be thrown into the mix right away. What better way to introduce the UFC fans to who Michael Chandler is than the guy who's willing to step up on short notice to possibly face one of two opponents or no opponents. You know, get all the way here, do the quarantine here in Vegas, then go to Abu Dhabi, do the quarantine in Abu Dhabi, make weight, do all the shenanigans and not get the opportunity to fight. So I'm going to show up on weight October 23rd, do my job. My last fight was over a year ago, but I'm itching, I'm hungry, and I'm ready to get back in it. I'm just better in every aspect of martial arts. Winning this fight earns me a shot at the title, so this is the biggest fight of my career. I've already established myself as a danger striker, power puncher. No pressure whatsoever. Only pressure is gonna be on my opponent, and that's the pressure that I'm going to apply. I'm more than ready to be in this position, so uh, bring it on. I feel good, you know? Got about two, three hours of sleep, and um, every time I leave for fight week, I love it, you know what I'm saying? I love my job, I love martial arts, I love this whole trip, you know? So I'm just enjoying the ride, that's all. Taking in everything as I go, and uh, living life to the fullest, you know? Y'all have a safe flight, you know it's <laughs> And culminating in a spectacular finish of Robert Whitaker, of course. I don't think we've ever made eye contact in the cage. Uh, you're so intense, you know. I mean, I'm usually always trying, but if it doesn't lock, it doesn't lock. But sometimes when it locks, you know, I can see the floor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure you see a lot. I, I, I've never seen any fear in your eyes. Yeah, <laughs> 
we just knew any of this could happen, that any one of us could fall off the card, that it could be me, it could be her. Um, I was prepared to go to Fight Island by myself without my corners if I had to. I was definitely prepared for Cynthia, but luckily they found a replacement. And um, yeah, I just have to keep looking at it like this is just one more challenge to overcome. And this is the kind of stress that champions deal with. You know what I mean? We have to be ready for anything. So they can change my opponent eight more times if they need to before the actual fight and I'm gonna be just fine. <laughs> Honestly, my mind is on sleep, trying to prep myself and figure out how I'm gonna do my sleep schedule. I think I'm about to go to sleep the first half and then the second half I'm gonna stay up so I can be awake when I get to Abu Dhabi. So we're gonna see how that work out. I'm excited. I've never been to, uh, to the Middle East and I've been trying to get over here I think for like the last year and a half, after every fight, I've been asking Dana to send me over here. So I finally got an opportunity, man, um, come to put on the show. This is my mom and dad's first time ever flying international and business class. Wow. <laughs> yep. They've been on this ride since day one. So, you know, I, I text Dana and I was like, dude, they have never, you know, the only fight they've ever missed is the Tony fight. And, you know, they started this journey. And you know, it would be unfair for them to miss the biggest part of the journey. Dana White's got his own chicken sandwich on this plane. Try. Steak was calling my name. You know, when I was a kid, I could have never imagined representing the United States of America, you know, halfway across the world against an undefeated fighter that happens to be a Russian. You know, I watched many Rocky movies, but uh, Rocky, I think it was Rocky IV, it was certainly something special. And um, I used to uh, get up in the morning at, you know, 5 a.m., have to travel two hours to Tucson or Phoenix just to wrestle in a tournament. And uh, it's really no different. I just have to fly 16 hours across the world to uh, f*** up. Khabib is the only number one fighter that we all support here. But that doesn't mean we don't support uh, Justin, no. We support everyone, but you know Khabib. We've been with him last year, and we're gonna be with him this year. So we've been supporting him from last year. So we just <laughs> brought it to this year. So Khabib is the real guy. But Justin also, Khabib has to be careful, man, because he's coming so ready. He can't give up, man. That's it.
I love this place. I love UAE. You know, when you become famous, it's a little bit uh, make you stress. But what you can do, what you can do, you have to be nice with everybody. You know, when you become like this star, like coach say, if you don't want like this attention, you just have to lose. And that's it. If you keep winning, you have to understand. Thank you so much. Wherever you are, if you are a fighter, please make it happen here. Fight in the island, fight in the sea, fight in the desert, fight everywhere! <laughs> Dude, that's all we needed right here is this, this good go. I'm from a really small place in Arizona. We have a Walmart and then you gotta drive, you know, school clothes shopping was a vacation. And going to any city was a, was a huge occasion for us. So, you know, to be halfway across the world in Abu Dhabi, it's uh, just pretty much a dream come true for me, you know, to have my family here and to get to represent my country, uh, represent my small town of Safford, is super special to me. So I'm just taking every opportunity to soak in these wonderful experiences. Yeah. We're uh, trying to solve the puzzle that's Khabib, right? And uh, so we've, uh, we've worked on some unconventional wrestling defense that's pretty popular uh, in American folk style wrestling. Good job. You know, creating scrambles. <laughs> Keeping hips high. Not letting the guys settle in, and that's what Khabib's so good at. Snap, 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 snap. A win versus someone like Khabib, and uh, to be recognized as the best in the world, you know, would be absolutely huge. But uh, I like to keep myself as humble as possible. So, you know, from now until then, I'll tell myself, if it wasn't you, it would be somebody. But it is me, and um, I'm going to capitalize on this opportunity. Visualization, you know, I visualize myself winning, manifesting my reality, sending my intentions up to the universe, and opening my heart to all the possibilities and all the wonders that is presented before me. You know, so uh, my intention is to be the most dominant, the most effective, the most devastating fighter ever in history, surpassing Mike Tyson, surpassing Muhammad Ali, all those greats, surpass Bruce Lee surpass anybody you've ever seen on TV. Any of those Marvel characters, those DC characters surpass all of them. So uh, people want to stay here on Earth, good for them, you know. I want to travel the stars. I want to reside in the sun and see what that's like. Saving everybody, bro. <laughs> I feel so self-conscious right now. <laughs> oh, God. Man, God, no, man. No, you too, man. You ain't. Looks like a freaking Looking like a dog on ever come to fish under the water. I ain't worried about y'all. I'm still cute. <laughs> you got a great personality. I got a great personality. <laughs> love yourself, bro. I do. But then I see you and I'm like, dang, I need to love myself a little bit more. There you go. Less. I'm just here to motivate you. I might need to love myself less. Let's change my Yeah, yeah. Let's change my Yeah, let's do that. Yeah.
Taste kind of like French toast if you put the chocolate on it. Ooh. I just can't eat that. I don't know what they're doing here. I'm trying to. There's a little doo doo on your table. <laughs> dude, the lids are the hardest to get back on, dude. Uh oh. I'll lick that up later. My life has been scheduled every day, every hour for me. That's why I'm here, because I have to. Cause I just show up work. Other than the obvious title stakes of this fight, what's the most enticing thing for you about fighting Khabib? Yeah, taking his O. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing that matters. The, the belt would be fantastic. Uh, it'll mean great things for me, for my family, but taking his O is, is the top of my list. And I believe he has probably you know, outside Conor Gary, he probably has the most toxic fans there are in this sport. Um, they're absolutely ridiculous, and I love how emotional they are, because when I knock them out, I know they're going to cry. Literal tears. Uh, they think they're the toughest men on the planet, but tears will flow from their eyes when he goes to sleep. Do you feel like the underdog for this fight? Sure. I love being the underdog. Um, I love people telling me that it's impossible. A legacy is created when you can, you know, figure out the impossible, and that's what I'm here for. Hey. How's it going? Hey, boss. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you, man. So, second time here at Fight Island. Anything uh, you adjusted in terms of how you were able to get ready for it? We, we kind of hit it perfectly the first time, I feel. Um, obviously, I came here the second time with a better understanding of what is going to happen and how it's going to happen. It was smooth sailing the first time, and, you know, it'll repeat the second. Now, bringing it to your fight with Cannon here, what have you kind of thought of his, you know, sh short but fast run up the middleweight level? Mm. He's a dangerous guy. He has a dangerous skill set. And I'm giving his skills the respect it deserves. He's tough, he hits hard, and he's in there. You know, that's, that's, how, that's how he rose so quickly. But you know, I'm good at those things too. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm going to be his hardest test. And I'm going to go in there and, and hopefully piece him up. <laughs> cool. Thank you, sir. Thank that's you. Right, Peace. Um, do you know where I am next? I'm going to The weight is perfect. Probably better than last time. I'm really starting to like refine the process into weight cutting, so I'm really looking forward to Friday. Yeah, Studio 4 is where your uh, next one is. I'm just focusing on one fight at a time. I'm focusing on Kenny Nair on the weekend, and that's as far as my timeline in terms of my MMA career goes. I know there'll be a fight after it, for sure. <laughs> hey, buddy, you good? Yeah, hey, good. The Reaper's in the house, Robert Whittaker. What does he do well, Jared Kennedy? He's tough. He hits hard, he's very well-rounded, he's versatile, he's resilient. But I don't see him having any angle that I'm not better than him at. 
I'm looking forward to leading the dance, taking this fight wherever I want it to and, and beat him across the board. Okay. Oh, yeah. How are you, brother? Hey, man. How are you, man? I'm great. How about you? Yeah, good, man. When did you get in? A Saturday, like 11. Oh, yeah? 11 a.m., yeah. We just got out of quarantine this morning. It's definitely different. I've never gone this far from home. Are they all? Never. Never. So it's a little different. But I love it. <laughs> it's awesome. I'll see you again. Yeah. You'll be seeing me, brother. Good. Good. How are you, I can't, even, I can't recognize people with the mask on. I know, right? I don't know if I, did I say hello to you or? <laughs> At the end of the Tony fight, they wrapped the interim belt around you. And I think a lot of fans around the world kind of like what you did straight after that by taking it off your hand. You know, why would you feel that you've, uh, you've made it or you're the champion whenever it's just an interim title? Yes, you get money. And that's fantastic. And I'm happy about that. But the challenge is to beat you.